0: Hi there. Welcome back to what's true for everybody. This is Everyday Experiences number five and it's called Corvette Waves. (laughs) And this series we started and my plan was to just record a bunch of them and kind of front load it because we're getting out of town for a couple of weeks and I was going to just post them all before we left. And just kind of rapid fire. And my friend Lane was like, well, why don't you just schedule them spread out so when you're gone, they keep going. And I was like, oh, technology. This is why I need other people in my life. I didn't even think of that. So I think the plan is, which this is number five, so maybe you've realized by now, is for five weeks, I'm going to post, I think, three a week. And so it'll be 15 of these is the plan. And then when uh, we pick back up, we'll see what happens. But this one, number five, is called Corvette Waves. Uh, About 13 years ago or so, I was getting ready, 13 and a half, maybe getting ready to propose to my girlfriend at the time, Corey. And I was telling, I was working for Youth for Christ, and I was at one of my students' houses talking to his mom, telling her about my plan to propose to Corey. And Corey and I would always talk about taking a drive up the coast and how nice that would be. And we meant like, you know, the Pacific ocean. But what I thought was we were in Michigan. We'll just drive up the coast of Lake Michigan. And and, um, we'd stop at a couple places along the beach and for meals. And then we'd spend uh, the last part of the day in a town called Grand Haven on the beach, which Corey loved. And so I was telling my student's mom the story. And, And we call these days where Corey and I would just just scheduled the whole day for us to hang out. No other plans. We called them Matt and Corey fun days. And so she's, I told this mom this and she said, "You yeah, well, you know, it's fun. Our Corvette convertible. And so this family, one of the most generous families I've ever met, let me borrow their Corvette convertible for the day so I could propose to Corey. And so Pick Corey up in this Corvette convertible, which might have tipped her off a little bit because I had never done like anything like that before. Anyway, had the Corvette for the day. It was fantastic. Got engaged. Good story. Fast forward a year or so later, nine months later, to our wedding. The same family let us borrow the Corvette convertible to drive away from our wedding ceremony to our reception. So that was the second time I got to drive the Corvette convertible. And then... A few weeks ago, I actually got to officiate the wedding of this student. And so flew into Grand Rapids and this family, again, let me borrow the Corvette convertible for the whole weekend. It was one of those perfect West Michigan summer weekends. Temperature was perfect. No humidity, which doesn't always happen there. Top was down the entire weekend. It was beautiful, but I started to get a little self-conscious driving in a Corvette convertible like what is everybody thinking of me cuz I'm used to driving Corvette uh, not a Corvette a Toyota Corolla four doors three hubcaps uh, almost 100 and I don't know 75 76 77000 miles now all of a sudden I'm driving a Corvette convertible what are other people thinking about me and I specifically remember driving up to the reception so I had done the ceremony driving to the reception parking and people are walking into the reception and they're looking at me like, oh, tough job, huh, Pastor? <laughs> you, get, you go around, do weddings, and you, you have a Corvette convertible. Have you ever felt like sub, subconscious because of of what you had or what you were doing? Uh, but then there was a point where I just decided, I don't care anymore. This is a, This is a gift. This weekend is a gift. This car is a gift. And I'm just going to simply enjoy it. And I did. And at some point... I was driving down uh, the belt line for you Grand Rapids friends and a car, a person, another car going the opposite way, waved to me. I was like, that was kind of weird. I didn't even have like the reaction time to wave back. I just kept going like, why did this person wave me? It happened again a little bit later. And I realized, oh, these are Corvettes waving at me because I'm driving a Corvette. I am I am now in the Corvette convertible wave club. And so I, it happened like three more times and I just, I was just living it up like hand up the top. Cause there's no roof, like the cool guy wave. Uh, it was about all of a sudden I'm doing Corvette convertible waves. And I decided I was just going to enjoy it because it was a gift. There's a passage in Isaiah chapter 51 or a verse I'm actually going to read to you. And you read through the prophets in the old Testament and you see Kind of this repetition of God's people disobeying and rebelling, and the result are things like captivity and judgment and consequences. And this just happens over and over and over again through the prophets, but it always ends in God's restoration of his people. And the, the title in my Bible here in Isaiah 51, uh, it words it like everlasting salvation for Zion. It says uh, Zion is another word to describe Jerusalem or, or Israel. Uh, or or essentially God's people. And verse 11 in, in Isaiah 51 says this, those the Lord has rescued will return from their captivity. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them and sorrow and sighing will flee away. And the line that jumps out to me here, gladness and joy will overtake them. Have you noticed how big of a deal joy is in the Bible? And you get to the New Testament, and we've pointed this out before. This is Matthew chapter 5. Jesus, this is the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has just given the Beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted. You're like, what? Why are they blessed if they're persecuted? And then Jesus has this line, uh, rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. When people persecute you, when they they speak falsely about you, there's evil against you. Rejoice and be glad and be glad, have joy and be glad. And the word rejoice here, by the way, this is the first command that Jesus gives in the Sermon on the Mount. It's not to do this. It's not to do that. It's not to wake up in the morning and go pray. It's not to go serve your neighbor. It is to have joy, to rejoice, joy, pleasure, delight, gratification, happiness, but it's a happiness that isn't dependent on your current mood. It's, just, it's, it's deeper than that. Triumph, exuberance. Jesus says, have joy. Gladness and joy will overtake them. At some point, I had to decide this convertible, Corvette convertible, it's a gift. To just simply enjoy it. Allow gladness and joy to overtake me and do as many convertible waves <laughs> as I can in those few days. Question, what gifts have you been given by God to enjoy? And that's your job. Just enjoy it. Like yeah, It's like yesterday you were driving a car you weren't sure would start, and today you find yourself in a Corvette convertible getting waves from other Corvette convertibles. And it's, it's not too good to be true, so stop finding reasons to feel guilty about it or, or stop finding making up reasons why you don't deserve this. Uh, just enjoy it. It's a gift from God because he loves you that much. Don't abuse it. Just enjoy it. Maybe someone gave you like a gift card to a restaurant or uh, a store and, and it was just out of nowhere. And you're like, oh man, now I have to pay them back. Or man, what, 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 do I owe them something? Why would they do it? Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. You had a baby and perhaps you and your spouse had been trying for a while and, and you got pregnant and you actually felt a little guilty because friends of yours or family members had been trying longer and they're still not pregnant. This is a gift. Yeah, gr- grieve with them when they're grieving, but also enjoy the gift you've been given. You were you got a promotion. It's great. And you're like, maybe I didn't work hard enough for it. Or or this coworker who I'm friends with, we've been working together for, for years and they didn't get it and I did. Enjoy it. It's a gift. It, and, and it doesn't have to be anything like huge. Like you, you saw a sunset while driving. I saw, I was driving the other day to pick my mom up at the airport and, and it was cloudy. A storm had just come through and there were these two little like pink spots at like sunset time. And it was like these two spotlights shining. I actually took a picture of it. I was like, oh, this is is great. Enjoy it. It's a view of a lake. You're on a dock or it's the mountains or it's the ocean or it's your family together in the same place. Enjoy it. There's a hug that someone gave you unexpectedly about the time you needed it. Your neighbor came over. You're having electrical problems and your neighbor's an electrician and they spent like a couple hours just fixing whatever needed to be fixed and they, no charge, I'm just doing this because I want to be a good neighbor. Enjoy it. Enjoy it and you have the thought of, I don't deserve this. Not the point. I mean, you're right. You, You don't. Not the point. It's a gift. It's a gift. Today, how can you let gladness and joy overtake you? Grace and peace.